I'm in the show. It says right here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Sorry, we're running a little late tonight. Welcome to another episode of Nerds at Know. Uh, we are turning my phone on to silent. For fuck's sake. This is why other people record and then edit. But we decide we're just going to do this shit live. So, so with us tonight, uh, I have uh, We have Tank, the proprietor of Nostalgia uh, Collectibles, who can hook you up with all of the comic books, video games, and other such fun things. And then uh, Smurf is having some serious internet issues. I'm thinking it's all the ice and sleet that's happening in the Denver area. So we brought oh. in reinforcements of the Idiot Brothers from their show, My Brother is an Idiot. We have uh, the absolute insane, and yes, I'm marrying him anyway, Gold Goon. Uh, and his I brought my guns. Idiot, the oh my king. God. Put those pea shooters away. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Hi, thanks for having us. Hi. Just because he doesn't get to have his uh, sound effects edited out when we go live. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a thing. True. It's times like this, I really understand Kayla. Just that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you understand canning episodes and editing? <laughs> Their producer. <laughs> And edits out. So we have uh, a, a bit not to catch half, up but on. quite. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fine. Uh, we as we missed last week, uh, Smurf and I were down with migraines due to the barometric pressure shifting, which is always super fun. Uh, but we're back now, and much to talk about. Starting with uh, Boba Fett on Disney Plus. We will not discuss the episode came out today because we don't want it for those who have not caught up. But uh, we only episode one last time we were all, all together. So let's go ahead. Uh, Tank was really excited about um, what we were talking about last time. So uh, the yeah. second episode. It's and it's continuing. It's uh, episode two and three do you know similar to what episode one is? You're getting backstory. You're getting the how did we get to this point moment to kind of open everything up, and I can appreciate it for what they're doing. They're seemingly from from what I can tell making a mobster movie into a series in the Star Wars universe about this guy trying to take control. It's it's the Godfather, essentially. Nothing wrong so. with that. Especially not so when you're taking a character that was... Yeah, especially not when you're taking a character that was so highly misused in the original films and rebranding him as that Godfather character. I think it's, I think it's really kind of a cool thing that they're doing. Giving Boba Fett his due... Yeah, finally, finally earning the reputation that he, you know, has had for forty years. Yep. 
they're also diving into his character a little bit differently than I think that what we would expect. Um, yeah, I, I think the the Godfather and gangster movie comparison is appropriate, but it he's also got a line that he's not willing to cross um, in terms of how he treats other people unless they cross that line with him. Um, and then there's also uh, some things that he does that are super surprising that the Boba Fett of 40 years ago, I don't think that the fans would have really thought that he would have done, you know, and he yeah. cut the restraints. Uh, I guess we could talk about episode three, right? So he, yeah, you know, he yeah. cut the restraints on, and I always screw up the name, but Kirsten. Um, Kirsten. Yeah. Um, when he cuts the restraints and lets him go. Uh, yeah. Boba Fett of Empire Strikes Back would not have done that. Um, just, just no way. Boba Fett of Return of the Jedi would not have done that. That we uh, know of. I mean, well, we and a little did, about that character. Didn't get, yeah, but he was obviously ruthless, and he was portrayed, and you felt the way that he looked, and the way he, you know, the, the three lines that he had, and the way that people talked about <laughs> him, right? The, the the way people talked about him is the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. You know, you're not feared if you're not fucking just ruthless, right? So, um, there, there's definitely a, a development and a. a some depth that they're adding to the character, which I find very interesting. Yeah, and, and that does seem to be the general premise of the show is you're, we're giving this guy a character and we're giving him the character that he could reasonably have considering what just happened. You know, he, you know, the last we saw him before the series was falling into the Sarlacc pit. And if that just happened to you, how would you respond? Oh, sure. I, I, I am enjoying every bit of it. Yeah. And yeah, and it's got the, it's got the Sopranos thing too. Too, it's got that Tony Soprano feel to it a little bit, with the bathtub tank and his apparently love for animals, which we never got any of that originally. <laughs> but right. apparently, he loves animals and he just doesn't like you know humanoids in general. <laughs> unless so, a, yeah, unless it's I a teenage speeder bike thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but. so I think that so far we've had a lot of questions answered, um, but also a lot of questions come up uh, watching Boba Fett. And now it's just waiting to see where where we go from here. And with today's episode, they give you a pretty good idea of what's about to happen. Um, have watched today's episode. Yeah. Well, and I, I can talk about a little bit because of what happened in episode three is he's being disrespected by everybody. No one believes him. No one sees him as a boss. Um, all of the other bosses in the area don't care that he exists, basically. And you know, that's it. Like, he has to find a way to take control without apparently being a ruthless dictator is his idea here it's like i don't want to kill everybody let's give you know i, I want people to want me to be the boss i i still don't know what his issue is with the letter like if i had the opportunity to be carried around everywhere you know i would totally fucking take it well he's taking the the old school general's approach and that's i'm part of the army i'm not above it which so I'm I understand. Be on my feet. Yeah. 
from a leadership perspective. But again, I've wandered around on a litter since watching History of the World. We have Chris Nimfo. <laughs> Move that oh, miserable piece of shit. That was not what I was going to I figured you were going to say Aladdin, to be honest. No, nope, I watched Jurassic World way before I watched Aladdin. All right. <laughs> you guys keep chasing him. I'm just going to be over here walk around. Running in a circle. In circle. <laughs> Now I feel like we need to have a whole like discussion about Mel Brooks on an upcoming <clears> episode <throat> where we can all rank our, our favorites. Uh, History of the World is the best of all of the Mel Brooks. Uh, and then that's where uh, Galdagun and I start to veer away from each other because I, you know, falls, you know, he's tight. But we do agree on Young Frankenstein. So, Young Frankenstein's number two. Actually, Blazing Saddles is number two. So you're both Young Frankenstein's Blazing number three. Is... Spaceballs number four. You're both wrong. Blazing Saddles is number one. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Blazing Saddles is number one. No, History of the World is number. History two. of the World one. is oh, it's History okay. of the World number two. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, so um, <laughs> write that one down. We're gonna revisit that. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely throwing that on the list of revisit and come back. Right. Because there is much discussion that needs to happen there. You guys are going wrong. going back to the litter thing. That that actually isn't surprising for Boba Fett. He, he doesn't seem like the kind that ever no. had or wants that kind of luxury ever, ever. Right. So plus plus he has a very obvious disdain for the huts. Oh. So and that's kind of their behavior. So right. he's trying to distance himself as far away from that behavior as possible. Right. Which oh, I and I'll say this, like, sorry, go ahead. I was just, for him, I completely understand why he's not using the litter. I completely understand it. I just think that they're cool. Oh, it's, it's a cool way to go into a room, I guess, right? Or street. Um, All right, add that to the wedding list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop down from the ceiling. You can come in on a litter. Fantastic. Oh, you All should right. shoot out of the floor. Like, get launched up, up the, through the floor. No, <laughs> that yeah, I want to repel from the either the, the ceiling or the side of a building. Like yeah, only, of the opera. I'll only support that if you do it Aussie style with face down instead of back down. You got to like run down whatever you're running down and repel that way. That's the only way I'm going to allow that to happen. See, I think you got to well, do it. I was just thinking style. it just. Like da, da 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 music playing, and I'm covering my face with a cape, you know. And do the like, superhero onto anything. Do the superhero landing. Yeah. I'll say I was thinking squat really style. You gotta yeah. literally do it from the roof of where you guys are getting married, and then through the window into an assault roll. This is turning into <laughs> an. This is turning into an Owen Hart situation, and I don't think I can get behind it. <laughs> this is why we are going to make the most. Epic Landing team ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And a completely unrelated but not note. When did the hut start getting chin tattoos? Did I miss that? I don't remember Jabba having one. I don't one. remember Jabba having one, but the twins both have 
at least the sister does. She's got the square. Yeah. Right? I think he's got a little something. I'm going to have to they go back and watch it again. Some yeah. kind some of design. Of, yeah. It's like, the new are the, style. Are, the Hutt, are the, the Huts Maoris now? Is that what's going on? God, I hope that's not what they're doing. That's weird. <laughs> that it's the so new weird. style. I mean, it has been, what, 60 years since we've seen a hut? So fashion has probably changed in that amount of time. How old do you think those movies really are? really the only way they can accessorize. They said, they said it's 60 years later. No. No. Or something like that, don't it they? It can't possibly be 60 years it's later. It's literally like months to potentially... Yeah. A year or two, something like that. It's it's okay. not even that long. Like we just saw, you just put the timelines together, right? We saw Luke as a Jedi show up at yeah. the end of the last season of The Mandalorian, and then Boba Fett went off to go kill John or go go kill a uh, Bib Fat Tuna, right? Yeah. So like that timeline is, it's like six years. Yeah, maybe well, it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's a very okay. short timeline. This is six like, years, six years. Fashion oh, changes, like, right? Right before <laughs> I guess technically this would be right before Ben Solo is being born. Technically. So right now, right. while while Boba Fett is trying to take over and you know amass power, uh and Leia are getting busy. Yep. Essentially, yeah. All right. So. Or Jason, or Jason, Jaina, depending on how you look at it. I mean, whatever. I think we have to accept their chronology currently. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Their head cannon has changed a few things. Just, just, just a bit. Just a bit. I did read a fan theory that Mara Jade was in uh, Jabba's uh, throne room uh, and and was going to kill Luke. Uh, when he showed up to kill Jabba and never got the chance. That was a really interesting fan theory that I read. It was like, come on, let's let's just know. Well, and we're going to be getting, they're, they're going to be introducing some more characters, especially what they're bringing in, uh, Black or Santon in there. Right. And they've already mentioned and, Thrawn. Yeah, they've, they've, that's attaching them to very recent history mm-hmm. with the Black or yep. Santon thing. Yep. So... Yeah, they're they're gonna be doing something interesting. It looks like. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm watching when we're done. Mm-hmm. Filled with fanfic. Yep. So, fanfic with money. Than than most other uh, pop culture, you know, references. Well, technically, fanfic wrote those stories for exactly. forty years or thirty years. Yeah. They're rewriting it now. <laughs> They're rewriting it currently. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, while we're talking about fanfic, let's jump over to another uh, series that is wrought fan fiction, and that is Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is currently a two part play. Uh, and incredibly boring at that. I've read this. I, I've read the actual script of the play. Uh, I have. I have the, the book. I've listened to it on audio, trying to get through it because it's. Oh, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Who and wrote it's it? Being turned into a movie. Uh, J.K. Rowling still writes. Yeah, J.K. Rowling wrote it. Her and okay. yeah, she's some dude whose name I can't remember right now. 
but Harry Potter and the Cursed Child tells the story of Harry and Ginny's middle child who, who becomes a veteran, um, you know, his first, when he gets sorted, he gets sorted into House Slytherin and he makes best friends with Draco Malfoy's kid. Then you get into this whole fan theory and the gets brought in about Mort's daughter. That's the part that pisses everybody off. <laughs> Is the yeah. the hidden baby apparently that was born during the events of the final or just before the events of the final battle for Hogwarts. Yeah. There's apparently a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the theory, fan theory, is that it's Bellatrix's kid. Because well, that's because it's the only one that makes sense. Well, yeah, because well, even though Bellatrix was married, she would have done anything for him, for her daughter. And, and she was basically the only human on the earth that he actually trusted. Yeah. So, um, but so yeah, they're turning it into a movie. The play itself is so long, you have to see it in two parts. I think it totals about four and a half, five hours in the play. Holy fuck. I got a weird feeling they're going to trim that shit down into the motion picture. And we're probably going to get like a two and a half hour movie. I fucking hope so. There is so much crap in the play version. Like... I am a huge Harry fan. Everybody knows that. I have a Harry Potter tattoo. Right? My oldest niece and I talk on a regular basis about her fan theories in Harry Potter because she's reading all of the books for the first time. Yeah. That and was one of the prerequisites for dating you was taking the test to find out which house I was in. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> No joke. Puff or Gryffindor. <laughs> profile. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's House Slytherin. Um, I now know what his kink profile looks like as well, and I also made him take the love languages quiz. I'm like, hey, we're getting serious. I need to know what your kinks are. Your Hogwarts house. And how you express emotion. Did you do your Ingram yet? What kind of human no. are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that one. <laughs> Make him take the, um, the... Didn't I send you the link for the, uh, the what kind of pet are you? And yours came out yeah. as fox. Yep, I'm a fox. Yeah, so I did have him do that one. What kind of kinky pet player are you? Oh, I remember that one. Yep. Yeah. I am a fox. That's Matt, Matt is Matt is stunned silence right now. <laughs> no, there's just so many things I can say. It's the jokes just write themselves. See, I got, I got... <laughs> say what you want. I don't care. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about it. <laughs> I, I I did I took it too. I was asked. That's fine. I, no, came I, out, I came out as the Black Panther, so. Wakanda forever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, calm, calm down there, T'Challa. <laughs> Which was actually the youngest for quite a while. 
Yeah. But she's a little huh. too Aryan looking. Nickname of T'Challa. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Those little blonde oh. curl eyes. Not, not much pigmentation on that child. <laughs> well, she, she was conceived shortly after that movie, after going to see that movie. So. That same nah. night, if memory serves. I, we believe so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> oh, yeah, I got yoked up with Black Panther. Jake's super excited about Black Panther. Wakanda forever! <laughs> just, just shouting, Imambe. Imambe! 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 Oh, it's so good. That's oh, worth the price of admission right there. Well done. Well done. Hashtag Hank is Black Panther. <laughs> Obviously. I mean. Look at it. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. Me and Chadwick, twins right here. Yeah, right. Hey, you know what? Mark has a twin that's about the same as you and Chadwick. <laughs> It's true. Because yeah, <laughs> if I was black and he was white, we would look the same, according to some people. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's, That's how the story that has, goes. That, that is a <laughs> sentence that has been said. <laughs> I was there. And that's why I have a black twin. <laughs> right. <laughs> happens to be my son. Yep. <laughs> 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 you got me. You busted me on that one. I can't. Got nothing. <laughs> we broke it. Like <laughs> All right. So, off of Harry Potter, uh, and let's go into another movie that had mixed reviews. Not really sure. Uh, they need to be making two more of them. And I'd notice between Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Um, all of them are you know, back, and they're going to be filming um, parts two and three uh, together. This was, It was a cute movie. Like, it, I enjoyed cute. it. It was incredibly predictable. And we're gonna do for two and uh, make money. Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen. That's, That's what they're legit. doing. Yep. So they'll just invite a couple more of their friends in each one. Yeah. I, I'm, I, hundred percent believe that's actually what's happening in this. Yes. So this is just a, a very expensive version of Sharknado. Where no. they just keep making them because people want them. <laughs> and they just keep inviting their friends to play. Sharknado was such a better movie. Oh, <laughs> All right. I got rid of the last asshole who talked like that. It was a better movie. At least <laughs> so the, fun, the fun thing about Sharknado is like it's fan source and like... Uh, all the funding came from actors who just wanted to be on the movie. Like they were just like, "Here's a couple hundred thousand dollars. I want to be a eaten by a CGI shark." Yeah, I don't, I don't support the ones that came after the first one, but the first one, I'll I'll defend that one. That was that was an interesting movie choice. 
Well, it knew what it was. It knew yeah. what it was trying to be. It knew what it was. It we didn't skipped make over any apologies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to make an absurd, inspired creature monster movie. The, the series in itself of Sharknado, I think, was just an epic way to watch you know, Tara Reed's skin become more and more like leather. <clears throat> You yeah. know, she just, her plastic surgery started to get progressively worse as each movie won. She turned even, more she and more even... in, into a Louis Vuitton handbag through every single movie. Was she, probably she, was, was she in the last one? Oh, yeah. She was in every single one. Really? I didn't know. She's I, I, she's I never the watched only, the. Yeah, she's the only one. constant. She's the only yeah, one who does a reason for that. watched it. But I've I've seen snippets, and this is just because we are friends. And Sharknado is his favorite uh, TV or movie series of all time. Uh, it was actually on years ago when somehow and got him like some Sharknado sunglasses. Yeah. See, I preferred so. Lava Lantula. So. <laughs> <laughs> If we're going to go with Mimi Kaijus, we got to go old school and go like Godzilla versus Gigan with Jet Jaguar. I mean, can't go wrong with Jet Jaguar. I I love Jet Jaguar. Is that the one you had me watch the other day? Hell yes, it is. <laughs> with the world's worst anime song at the end of it. Jet Jaguar. Jet, Jet Jaguar. Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. King, king, king. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Anyways, red notice. Slide back into what we were talking about here. Yeah. Um, that seems like a giant waste of money and time. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to take the time to watch it. There are many who watch it, and it'll be free because it'll be on Netflix. Right. Well, free. Well, Paying for in, the subscription. In the sense of, right. uh, I don't know, Disney plus where you know it's you have the subscription and you still have to pay 20 to 30 bucks to watch a movie yeah okay you know netflix doesn't doesn't you know, rape you twice i think so they'll release the second everything. and if the second one doesn't do anything then they can just can the third because it's already filmed and like ah, eh, it's fuck it well, at that point you might as you might as well try and get views out of out of it if you're paying for it that's true I mean, it'll get the views just now. Right. the same as we True. all went and saw all of the various Oceans movies. Yeah, there wasn't anything really wrong with the movie. It was what it was. It was yeah. mindless entertainment. It was, it was and Dwayne Johnson and and Brian Reynolds and and Gal. I mean, it, it was predictable, but he. You just you, you wanted to sit down for two hours and watch something that you just were just going to watch and just have a good time with. And that's what yeah, it was. it's a heist movie. It, it was yeah. cute. Yeah, it was cute. No, and like all good heist movies, he's in there. Well, at this point, you got to work these into everything. So, right. So, all right. Well, while we're talking about Gal Gadot, uh, the remake uh, or live action remake of Snow White um, has had some recent 
news come out and that a male lead is not going to be an uh, not going to be a prince um so instead he's going to be just a random schmo we don't really know oh, i figured you're going to say dwarf like I, I had no idea where that was going yeah no so, so gal gadot is going to be the evil queen um and i'm trying to uh, see andrew burnap um has is going to be the the male lead um, and it's not but he's it's not, not prince hmm. yeah no he's not prince charming okay maybe he becomes prince charming yeah that's very confusing because well, that's I, a I, big I like a prince, prince charming origin yeah. story well hmm. I, they don't really say what exactly it's going to be as far as that goes um this guy has won a tony award um, for his performance in The Inheritance. Yeah, he did the um, the Hulu crime drama Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh, he did a uh, TV show, He Crashed. So, I mean, he's cute. I've seen none of those things, so I have no yeah. point. Yeah, I no literally, literally zero frame of reference for anything you just said. He's kind of like this. Doesn't really make sense. Uh, playing opposite of Gal Gadot, in my opinion, just because I feel like she's going to definitely be the name on. The screen. Oh, so is it like Timothy Chalamet being an action star? It's like, well, that doesn't really make sense, but okay. <laughs> uh, if you guys remember, at one point, Bruce Willis was not an action star. So, yeah, he was a rom com yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, have, they, have they said who the mirror is going to be played by? Uh, not that I have seen, but I can check real quick. I can think of a bunch of really good, interesting ways to go with that. Like Patton Oswalt, that'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be I would never do that. Right. Could do could see like Morgan Freeman being the mirror. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that'd be cool. Right. Or like Gilbert Gottfried would be a good choice oh, for the mirror. Jeez. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Now you're now you're just being rude. <laughs> I love Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> He's great. Jim Gaffigan is the mirror. I pay for that actually. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Let's see that. Hot but queen. Hot queen. <laughs> mirror pockets. <laughs> And then he has to shoot him out of the mirror. Right? <laughs> Have a hot pocket. They're delightful. I mean, he's... All right. Hold on. Here we go. You imagine him, like, having a self-dialogue as the mirror and then with his audience goofy voice or he just, has. Or just, like, portraying the queen. You don't even care what I think. <laughs> This oh, guy's... here's that pale white guy in the mirror. He's ugly. This, this guy's blind. <laughs> Can't he see anything? I'm clearly the hottest. <laughs> That's the only female he gets to see. 
<laughs> we just wrote the whole movie. That's yeah, awesome. I think you did actually. Yeah. Uh, see, Lily Collins is in the mirror. That's really kind of an interesting, interesting. choice. Okay, interesting. But that's what I'm able to see thanks to Google's. Thanks, hmm. Google. But well, Google never lies. So are they still going to have seven dwarves? And if it's on the internet, it must be true. Must be. <laughs> you know who uh, Lily Collins' dad is? Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense that she would be right. Phil Collins' kid. Right? <laughs> Let's see. And then Rachel Zegler, um, who was in West Side Story, is going to be Snow Eat. Huh. Okay. All right. But okay. So this story is based on the Disney version of the story, right? Correct. This is based on the Disney. They will have music. Um, I know that some of the Disney live actions music removed from them. Jungle this Hook. is going to be. Hmm. Uh, so the the guy wrote a music for Dear Evan Hansen and La La Land are the music for this original or for Dear Evan Hansen the original music or the movie music for the uh, for the stage show. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I mean, we'll see what happens. Mm. You know, um, uh, we're going to be doing their live action uh, Little Mermaid coming out pretty soon. But you know, we'll no, all the live action it. movies have been pretty enjoyable for the most part, I think. Right? Like, I really fun. enjoyed. Well, The Lion King was bad. Um, the Lion King was the same movie. damn movie. Yeah, it was the same yeah. exact movie. It was, it was literally movie. a shot-for-shot shot remake. Right. But With one extra song. And, mm -hmm. and La yeah. Aladdin was very expensive and very, like, bright and flashy, but not great. But The Jungle Book was really good, right? There's Love the, the Jungle Book. That's my yep. favorite one. Love The Jungle Book. Pete's Dragon and, uh, was bloody awful. One of okay, the worst I didn't, movies I ever didn't, made. I, I didn't realize that they did that. that. <laughs> Yeah, let's not. Peach Dragon was already done very well, you know, in the original. Well, I mean, that's like that's the one I grew up with. Most of those movies were done pretty well in the original one, which is why they're getting yeah. remade. Yeah. yeah, but uh, my biggest complaint with all of the Disney live actions, um, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, any of those, is they've already transitioned to live action in a stage show where they've even updated the music and then the movie doesn't mirror the original uh, Disney movie or the play. So it's just kind of like loosely tied together. You know, my issue is with them, the weird CGI mouth movements to represent the talking animals. That's it fair. freaks me out. <laughs> 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 
because animals talking. I could get by with them talking, but it's the weird movements that the faces make. While we're on weird, um, you know, mouth to, we, we went and saw, uh, this is way off base, but we went and saw yeah. Thing 2 on Sunday. Okay, I was going to say, was, where are you going with this? Yeah. Yeah. So like, we're, actually, we way off base. Thing too, because three of us have seen it. Yeah, that's true. But um movie was awesome. I, I thought it was really cute. It was a great kids movie. Lots of really good music. Uh, I was drawn in by the fact that they opened the show with Prince, so that was good. Um, but um, Sting, the big giant lion, the singing voice did not match the big giant lion at all. No. You know who it is, right? Or not Sting's. Not, uh, not Bono. Not Sting. Sorry. Yeah, Bono, yeah. Yeah. It did not like the the grumbly that he did for the acting part matched the lion, but when he comes out and sings, it's like not that's even just definitely Bono. It doesn't even look like the lion. So no. that, it, that, it, it weirded me out a little bit. The rest of the movie was awesome, but that that part was a little bit. Tank, what was weird. your takeaway from Sing Two? It was better than I thought it could be. I, <laughs> I loved the first movie. No, it's not a shot at the movie. I loved the first movie. I that. That's one of my favorite animated movies in the last decade. I loved that movie. Um, and so when they said they were making another one, I'm like, oh, God, don't fuck this up, please. Because I actually really enjoyed the first one. So the fact that they told an interesting story and gave us good music and, you know, didn't completely screw up the first one is kind of is actually cool. I'm glad. I wish uh, Mike was there in the second one, but he was not. So... I just have to deal with that, I guess. I didn't see the first one. Mm. I liked the little ties to the first one, like uh, having the uh, the the gorillas. The monkey you know, protective services. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but we went and saw it, and uh, Dad had rented out the whole movie theater, so it was just our family. And then uh, all of the little kids turned it into a dance party and a place to play tag. And it was a good time. That was such a cool experience. Whoop. Whoop. Definitely worth the watch. Oh, Thank yeah. You. 100%. Good job. Yeah. It'll have to be one that I stream. I'll, I, well, yeah. I'm going to be streaming yeah. that one. Oh yeah, um, you know it's one that I probably wouldn't have gone to see in the theater if it hadn't been like a big family outing. Same here. But it was, and it was nice <clears throat> because was it we had all of the Colorado nieces and nephews together. You know, so that's six, seven, eight, nine of them. Yeah, so nine of them. I had to figure out all of the family members. You know, and then all of the. The local, you know, siblings were at least represented by their spouse if they themselves could not be there. So it was nice. You know, we had age one through age 14, you know, and aunts and uncles, and they all had a good time. Yeah. All right. So uh, jumping over to something that's completely unrelated and that is disney plus has decided that they're going to make a tv series 
out of the Hugh Jackman movie, Real Steel. Um, Rock them, sock them, robots! Yay! familiar with this. This is where uh, robots, you know, basically MMA-style boxing, everything combined, get into a ring and, you know, beat the shit out of each other. Uh, and Hugh Jackman is a retired boxer who re who built up this robot with his kid and then instead of just programming what the robot should do he puts on this like whole gear get up thing and basically um, fights on the sidelines and the robot mimics his movements it was kind of a big flop when it came out and now disney plus has decided let's take this crappy movie that most people didn't enjoy and turn it into a tv series uh, is hugh jackman playing the title role again uh he has not signed on yet um so i don't this actually is in early stages there actually, was a sequel to that movie. Was there? There was Real Steel too. I did not and know it, that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, make that a clean sweep. I <laughs> actually didn't hate the first movie, but that's because I viewed it as it's a father and son movie. Yeah. Where you're kind of, you know, it's about them connecting and having their relationship and all that stuff, which is makes it super confusing based on what happened at the end of that movie that there'd be a sequel and a series because it was pretty wrapped up at the end of the first movie which is why i'm I, really surprised there was a sequel I, I actually lied about that it was fan theory i was just oh. looking yeah okay. <laughs> there's, there's a full cast <laughs> listing and everything for it <laughs> this explains why none of us knew that there was a sequel yeah, right. I was like, exactly. Wow. Crazy, but that, I even knew that there was a Pacific Rim too. I didn't watch it, but I knew it existed. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, before we went live, isn't that the one that you got confused for Real Steel? Yeah, I get. They're the same thing. It's robots. You know, it's the the Pacific okay. Rim is basically Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, and Kaiju, and Real Steel is Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And they're interchangeable. They're the same thing. It's just a mech movie in a different fashion, live action. So my, my niece really enjoyed Pacific Rim, named one of her cars after one of the mechs. Um, but she's a big anime fan and loves the mech series animes. Um, I didn't care for Pacific Rim. And Real Steel was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. The actual toys that they sold was Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Rock branded really? as real. It, it was literally Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Mm -hmm. They just branded they it as them. real feel. Right. Because they just repainted them instead of being red and blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they were red and blue, too. <laughs> In the movie, they were red and blue. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but not like the solid, like the old school Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Right. They weren't solid plastic head popping off in one direction. Although, but. that would have been cool. Sometimes I wish my head could do that. So do we. <laughs> <laughs> there are times where I'm tempted. 
On my screen, Bobby's face is frozen in the fashion. <laughs> I wish your head was doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I don't know if they were necessarily interchangeable, Mark. I, I think um, Pacific Rim was more of a riff on the 1970s Shogun Warriors. Um, and those toys as a kid were awesome. That was before they figured out they couldn't have things that shot out of toys. Oh yeah. So, you know, everyone talks about the the Boba Fett with the rocket that actually shot out of his backpack. They that, that thing's a super rare collector's item right now. Shogun Warriors were the same thing. They had missiles that would shoot out of it. The hands would shoot out of it. They had a whole TV series around it. Giant robots, and that was oh, yeah. It's, it's Gundam meets Kaiju. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just a mech show. Mm-hmm. Just a big mech show. Awesome. You want a fun mech show, you got to sit through that one that you still won't watch. Voltron? <laughs> no, I watched not Voltron. It. I watched the whole first season of that pile of crap. Oh, you did not watch all of it then. Yes, you I did. You have not seen the third what impact. <laughs> What's uh, that? That's stupid. The hell, yeah. It's with that annoying, stupid girl pilot, and they have to, oh, the angels and the. the uh, Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, I've watched the entire. I loved season. Evangelion. God, Tank, you I want you want a mind? Just watch. We want, watch Evangelion. It's one of the best animes ever made, but it is bizarre. Okay. It starts as a mech show and then turns into something else altogether. Oh yeah. I just the couldn't get impact. past. I I just couldn't get past the annoying girl pilot who was yelling all the time. Just she just. I the drunk. You got a. Oh, no, no, screaming? no. That's, that's an anime staple. Right. Right. <laughs> no, the, 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 Are you talking the, about the dead one? The third pilot. The, oh, the, the other the one. Redhead. The, yeah, the redhead. Yeah, the redhead. Every time she spoke, it was like whoever did the voice acting was just awful. I was like, I can't watch this. And even I, I tried watching it with subtitles, and it was no. I like anime as much as the next guy. That one just didn't do it. You don't, though. <laughs> You don't like anime as much as the next guy. Sure, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. No, it just Liar. depends on who the next guy is. Right. Liar. All right. So moving on from uh, the liars and uh, animes to let's go ahead and uh, touch base on Peacemaker, a new TV series um, that. Uh, DC is coming out that DC came out with. Uh, Tank, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead on this one because you are the one who has watched it. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) The story takes place six months after the end of Suicide Squad. So... It essentially starts with uh, Peacemaker leaving the hospital after getting shot in the neck and having the building dropped on him and all that stuff in Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, and it's the fallout of that, basically, is he doesn't know what's going to happen. He leaves the hospital thinking he's getting away because he's supposed to be in jail for 30 years still. And then uh, Waller's team finds him and has a new mission for him. Hmm. And then it proceeds to give you a more information about his history and his past. And essentially, 
he went through, you know, how to be a psycho training camp when he was a kid and uh, how his dad's, a, you know, huge sack of shit <laughs> and then had a horrible <laughs> impact on him and stuff like that. And it has more heart than you would expect. Um, it kind of sits in that Deadpool territory where the story is goofy and weird and over the top, but there actually is some emotional resonance um and then that <clears throat> that immediately gets bitten by dick jokes and that's <laughs> basically the whole thing i mean it's it's interesting it's weird john cena is the corniest motherfucker on the planet and it's perfect for him to take that kind of role fabulous so, i cannot take him seriously <laughs> oh you can't i know and you shouldn't peacemaker should yeah, not you're not supposed to yeah <laughs> right Peacemaker should not be taken seriously. seriously. They they make that very obvious very early that he is a fucking idiot, and that's. <laughs> and I mean, this, this is the same character that declared that if there was a beach full of dicks, he would gladly he would eat every one of them yeah. in the name of liberty. Yeah. So and <laughs> it continues on that path. I forgot about that line, but yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it, con it continues on that path, and um, they bring in some decent actors. Uh, and they introduce some interesting characters that you wouldn't expect from DC. A lot of lesser known um, characters, like they have the uh, the White Dragon, which is a very you know unknown thing. They have the uh, the bad guys are the the butterflies, oh, which wow. is an interesting thing, and I I think is leading us into another. DC feature in the near future, I'm assuming, that they're going to kind of piggyback off of that. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it's over-the-top violence, boobs, dick jokes, you know, all the stuff you'd love from uh, rated R superhero show. Huh. DC's finally maybe realizing that they're taking themselves a little bit too seriously? Well, I think they're partially following the pattern that they did with Titans. Doom Patrol. Yeah, and Doom Patrol, where it's, you know, more grounded, a uh, little bit, you know, darker, a little bit edgier, you know, the whole fuck Batman thing with Titans and stuff like that, where it's taking that approach, where it's, it shouldn't be taken seriously, but it's a weird take on an interesting character that doesn't get much recognition, basically. And it's James Gunn, so it's balls-ass crazy you know, from beginning to end. I can get behind that. DC has always done well on the small screen, in my opinion. You know, uh, I feel like their TV series, their TV shows are all, have been way better than uh, their movies. So the fact that this is something that, you know, we're saying, yeah, go out there and watch it. Oh, yeah. And if you have HBO Max, I mean, it's it's on there. First three episodes are up. Um, fourth episode is tomorrow, I believe. Well, yeah, we all have HBO Max, so we'll be caught up by next show. <laughs> yes, thank you, unnamed relative that I shall not mention the name of here, for letting me borrow your HBO Max. <laughs> we actually had this talk, uh, what, take month, two months ago? about how with streaming services, everybody shares. Yeah, basically. I mean, and, that's, yeah. 
and and the companies know that, and there's not really anything they can do to prevent it at this point. So well, that's why they allow for so many profiles to be. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, one household pays for Disney, one household pays for Netflix, one household pays for, you know, uh, ESPN, whatever. It's just, and then everybody shares. Nobody pays for ESPN. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure Dad does. But that's just because they have satellite TV. I was going to say, that's because he has cable, yeah. I'm saying, like, the ESPN Plus, the only people who actually pay for ESPN Plus are fans of... Uh, premier soccer. That's basically it. And, and degenerate gamblers. <laughs> oh, there are probably some degenerate gamblers there, but they don't really show too many games on those channels. On that channel, there's a ton of hockey a lot of boxing on boxing matches, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. There is a decent amount of hockey on there. Okay, so Canadians and soccer <laughs> fans, and and degenerates, and degenerates. <laughs> I feel like Which, all of those overlap so well. Mm -hmm. There's not a we lot know of all of those people. <laughs> where's where's dipshit when we need her, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, while we're talking about degenerates, uh, Microsoft is going to acquire Activision. <laughs> yes, yes. That was such yeah. a good transition. That, that good segue. Yeah. I'll allow it. Matt, take notes. <laughs> A++ for that one. Yes. Yeah, well done. <laughs> All right. So what do we think about this? Uh, yeah. Microsoft has, at this point, uh, purchased Activision, Blizzard, all of their subsidiaries. Billion dollars. Right. Which, That's billion with a B. Which seems like a giant amount of money, but considering the IP that just got purchased, it's not like they're not going to get it back. Right. I mean, they just bought World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot. Like, I mean, Overwatch, yeah. Candy Overwatch. Crush. They got Candy Crush. Yeah, they bought yeah. they bought some of the biggest IP in the world. Right. And. You know, it makes them the, which is weird considering how much money they just spent and the fact that they just bought Bethesda like a year ago. Mm -hmm. They are still only the third biggest publisher for video games in the world. Because Sony is still ahead of them. And then the one that not many people know about, but you've played their game at some point, is Tencent. Is one of the biggest ones, and that's because they basically make every single mobile game you've ever played. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I was wondering, you know, leading up to this, why why it was taking so long for Activision to kind of clean up their act after, you know, the strikes and everything. And, you know, what is it? Scumbag, they yeah. 44 yeah, people leave, and then another 55 people got disciplined, yet the CEO kept his job the whole time, and you wondered why that was. How long until he resigns after this? You know? He's he's being paid to leave. I don't believe he's going to be part of the company moving forward. I'm sure that Microsoft wants to get rid of him. You know, that's, yeah. uh, he's, he's a giant shit stain. So, yeah. you know, that's, 
you know, we had an over under bet going. Um, my notebook that has that in it is actually at the house. Um, and I'm out in the BFE of uh, the farmlands. Uh, but there was actually a, a bet going um, with Tank, Smurf, and Stash as to how long it would be until this CEO got the boot. Well, and at this point, I wonder if they're going to pay him off early and just remove him, or if he's going to be part of the transition. I would assume it would be the former, just to get rid of him as quick as they can. And yeah, they have not I'm... said yet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, as I know as far as, what was it, three or four days ago, there was a giant Wall Street Journal report on the whole thing right before yeah. the purchase was announced that... Mm -hmm. um, he was remaining in power through this whole oh sorry about that in um transition phase where they were trying to clean house and do all that kind of stuff he was still remaining in power which was widely frowned upon well yeah because um, he was the one covering all of it up and yeah so what what we giant know so shit's far is that he is uh, going to continue to serve as the ceo of activision blizzard for now but he will not remain once the deal is fully closed after the transition period to Microsoft. Which will um, be roughly this time next year, I assume. So, uh, I'm Sarah. We love so, you, Sarah. Yeah, because they have to still go through, I mean, everything. They have to go through all the courts. They have to go through a monopoly investigation. They have to go through right. all of that stuff. So... It's going to be a year at least, I assume, at this point. But we'll see if there are any more scandals that come out of Blizzard um, between now and then, and if he gets booted before. There will be. I'm assuming there will be. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's it's probably a guarantee that there will be more stuff coming out at this point because they're going to want to air all the dirty laundry before Microsoft takes over. How many of those 44 employees and 55 employees that got disciplined, 44 employees that left, signed um, non-disclosure agreements, and how many haven't yet that they're still trying to get to dis to do the not NDAs before they leave the company? You know, there's, somebody's not going to sign an NDA and come loose because they want a book. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the answer to that question, Mark, is every single one of them that left signed one. And they all got paid handsomely for it because that's the only way you're going to get around that. Because you, like you said, they're going to want right. to have the book or the story or do the talk circuit or whatever. I'm just saying that there's, you know, they, we're dealing with a what a couple thousand people that work for this company, and an, almost a hundred have maybe signed those NDAs. Somebody's got some dirt that they're going to be exposing here pretty soon. Well, they have. There's been. a lot of money involved. Mm -hmm. Well, they have been. Somebody's been seeing stuff still. There's some. There is still an internal source. Yeah, that continues to talk to the media. So somebody there right. is still, you know, saying whatever they need to. Right. I guarantee you, the people that have left have all signed it and have all been paid. I'm sure that happened. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's why they left. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They resigned yeah. with a fat paycheck. Mm-hmm. They got the silver parachute. So mm -hmm. the uh, the CEO of uh, Microsoft Gaming you know, is saying, you know, all of this, uh, 
we want to treat every person with dignity and respect. We hold, you know, teams and leaders to this commitment. Uh, so they're extending that culture of proactive inclusion to the great teams across Activision Blizzard, is the exact quote. That sounds a lot like they're about to cut that dude's head off. Yep. Uh, they're expecting the deal to be completed uh, in the fiscal year of 2023 uh, because it, they're saying it could take, take up to 18 months for the whole thing to get you know, through all the courts and get fully approved. Yep, and that's if yeah. everything gets approved. Right. So, yeah. Which, but at this that's point, the, uh, the current estimate. They would have no, no, they're not really going to have a chance at claiming Monopoly on them just because of sony basically who already you know is a monopoly technically they produce the content distribute the content own the content own the tvs that you watch the content on <laughs> and the so, gaming systems yeah and, and the equipment that you play it on yeah they're gonna have trouble claiming microsoft as a uh Monopoly at this point, so it should pass through pretty quickly. Well, and especially because Microsoft is smart enough to have, you know, their company siloed, so... Oh, yeah. Bless you! Five different presidents. You know, and all the different, you know, um, actual companies that are all under the same umbrella. But they're all yeah. technically different organizations. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah, it, I mean, it's good for Microsoft. It's smart. It gives them a lot of IP that's you know active or potentially can be renovated. And I mean, it's just the same thing they did with Bethesda at this point. They're gonna. I mean, I I don't see how PlayStation doesn't sign a content agreement at this point. Just because there's gonna be so much stuff that's usually cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Especially when you look at, you know, Call of Duty, which right. is a gigantic franchise still. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see what happens. But mm -hmm. uh, $68 billion is just... It's impressive. Can mm -hmm. I have, like, exactly. um, percent of a percent of that? That would be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't need much to be a millionaire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. All right, so that wraps up the agenda for the evening. Does anyone have any movies, books, TV shows, anything else that we should have our listeners out there go and check into? Yeah, I have a question. Okay. You can ask if you had a question. I have a question. Okay. Matt, you're ugly. <laughs> that is his question every time he does a yeah. podcast. Yeah. That one actually never makes the cast. He just throws it in there. <laughs> he, that's, he's smart. He snuck it into the live one. Yeah, he got it into the live one. He's going to do it. He's going to do it one way or the other. Yeah. When the, the brothers of Goon uh, record My Brother is an Idiot... I know when I have to start, you know, like taking away the dog's squeaky toys or put on my headphones because uh, Mark calls Matt an idiot. He claps. 
and then they record because they, you know, make sure that everybody's like synced up on their mics. And then I know that the show is over when he lists off all the locations. And then we get bro, Gene Mingo. Spiders. And that is how you know that the episode of My Brother's an Idiot has wrapped up. Right. Because the word bruh. Yeah, bruh. It's a formula. It works. Mm -hmm. For our seven listeners. And I've decoded the secret. You've done well. You've done well. She's only been listening to it. Mingo mentioned multiple times on this show. So you guys should be We love Gene Mingo. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am super excited to see what um, Moon Knight turns out to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't think about that. Yeah. That, that trailer and the trailer, it's like more of a teaser than a trailer. It didn't cover some stuff, but I, they're really going to dive into the uh, mental health aspect of it, I think, yep. with the with the psychosis and the... Um, oh, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Not psychosis. The multiple personality. Multiple, yes, that. Yeah. See, yeah. words. I mean, that was old. that was the big thing about Moon Knight is he right. was controlled by the Egyptian god and had multiple right. personalities. Yeah, yeah, and all the, oh my god, Moon Knight. I, I know we talk about it oft, and I think before I was able to get on this podcast, I mentioned it oft in the chat how exciting I was for the Moon Knight. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I was, if not the number one fan, the number two fan of this show coming out, uh, number one being dipshit, but yeah, I am, I am beyond show. ready, beyond ready for Moon Knight. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, can't wait to see what they do with it. And really, guy came out of fucking nowhere too. And just all this geek cred, like, dude, what are you doing? Right. You're owning so the geek good. space. Everything. You're, so, yeah. you're completely everything. owning it. And you're Leto Atreides, for God's sake. And now you're <laughs> fucking Moon Knight. I mean, slow down. There Save is something for the rest of us, bro. Small part of me that hopes that we get a small Easter egg of him leaning back into his uh, apocalypse uh, thing from X-Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, that's one of the identities. He is the right. mutant god. Well, and <laughs> yeah, Mar- right. Marvel does that, right? They have yeah. these callbacks to when they fuck shit up, and then they'll either fix it or just call it out. Like, ah, see what we did? We we screwed this up, and now we're just going to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of the things I love about what Marvel does on the big screen. It's just like, yeah, we screwed up. Sorry. Here, we fixed it for you. Here you go. Have it back. Mm-hmm. Well, and then them showing how he costumes up is, was cool as hell. Oh like, that yeah, was a, that was right. one of the coolest, you know, right. get suited up kind of things that they've ever done. With a, they took the really interesting approach to basically wrap him like a mummy. You know, right? That was really cool. Yep, and that was the whole thing. So they they're doing it right, and I love it. Mm-hmm. No, can't wait it. for that for sure. Um, uh, also very excited for uh and i know it's still a couple months out but dr strange looks like it's going to be a ton of fun um yeah. and hopefully we'll get a couple other cameos um i, I did read and i'll maybe just ask the panel here i read another theory that uh the uh, emergence from the eternals is what actually is going to kickstart uh mutants 
and they're going to use that as this started all of mutants because they got to drop them in somehow, right? Um, yeah, there's a yeah. I don't know which one they're going to go with because they have a lot of a lot of things they can do, honestly. Right. There's, I feel like I mean the, they will the always eternal, have been the here. Eternals would be a way to do it that would be like, all right, well. That would that was that's a good reason why we had the Eternals because <laughs> it certainly wasn't for the movie itself. <laughs> right. well, I mean, they introduced well, the Black Knight, right? Yeah. Well, I get that, and sort of introduced Blade, and you know, did all the did all the things with the cutscenes, but the movie itself was. Yeah, we still got Pip. We got Pip, dude. We got Pip. Come on. I finally watched it again. Like, cutscene. It was. It wasn't terrible, but. It had seemingly had zero connection to comic books. It, it, wasn't, so, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. It was yeah, so like, boring. I don't understand why mom really liked it. Yeah. But unless you, everybody else was going, this is not a comic book movie. Well, and it, it had, unless you know who the Eternals are, which basically nobody does unless you're a Jack Kirby fan. You don't know shit about this movie. You, there would be no interest to you except for the mentions of, you know, Captain Rogers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Realistically, the star power like, too. yeah, there's not much. They could have done a lot more considering the source material. Oh, yeah. That would have made it more interesting and, you know, actually connected it to the world. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But going back to the, the mutants thing, I don't think they can launch the whole um, backstory of uh, Magneto and, and Charles Xavier and, you know, how not necessarily the way they've shown it to this point, but you still have to have that tragic history of Magneto um, and going back into whatever war they choose. I hope they choose World War II to tell that story again, because I think that has a lot of depth and meaning and a lot of historical significance to that character. But mm -hmm. I think this is going to, what I read was, this is going to be the thing that kicks loose mutants into the MCU. And this is going to be the event that, that we get. So yeah, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some shenanigans involved with it and with the casting. You're basically going to have to accept that universal time travel exists, which they've kind of said does. Because yeah. if you're going to have mm -hmm. the World War II story um, with, you know, with Magneto, who are you going to have play that? Because that'd, right. be that'd be an 80-year-old man at the youngest at this point. Yeah, unless he was a child, child, right? I mean, well, that's what it would be. That, that's what I'm saying. It would be a, yeah. 40s to now. That it is an 80-year, that it yeah. would be a toddler during World War II. Right. Right. Unless you want this dude to be nearing a hundred. Right. So we'll have to see what they how they play it, but it's gonna be yeah. super interesting. But still excited about it. Agreed. A lot of stuff coming out. I huh. think that we have a lot to look forward to in the MCU. Uh looks like the DC uh, you know small screen is taking off again. So hopefully, eventually, that'll catch up with the the big screen, because right now their their big screen movies are just not not fantastic. 
Well, I mean, we're getting the Batman in March. Yep. That looks pretty interesting. Hey, the fact that they turned Riddler into a legit serial killer, John Doe yeah. style, is kind of cool. Yeah. So hopefully I do, they play I do like that. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not the Jim Carrey Riddler. <laughs> Which was yeah. fun, but that was, you know, it was fun. That was it. Uh, that was well, that was back to the '66 Riddler. Yeah, split. that was the, the theme though of those movies, right? It was supposed to be over the top campy, while not being over the top campy, but still being over the top campy. That's um, why Michael Keaton left because they went way right. too over the top campy. Right, I know, and put nipples on the bat suit. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, uh, completely off topic, but I am pretty excited. We get. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, I think, next week or the week after. So we get a new video game coming in the next couple weeks. And I it's... I believe um, it's the next the week following, so like the 25th or 26th. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. I, I don't know. I've got the pre-order already, so I get to stop and pick that up. And it's the Breath of the Wild style Pokemon game where the Pokemon actually fight the actual person instead of just an actual Pokemon and um kind of a full world it's their first full world pokemon game which is a lot of fun and uh throwback to ancient Sinnoh, and they keep dropping hints about it it looks a lot of fun and more cards coming out too duchess the v-star series comes out about the same time so uh the brilliance just went out for pre-order that secret climax that's all Japanese stuff so far. That that uh um haven't seen much of the climb the the ultimate climax here in the states. That's but what it was. It's very interesting. Uh, but the yeah. Well, the if you brilliant want to see stars. ultimate climax, stop buying so many fucking Pokemon cards. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> fucking shots fired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Hard to do while you're on the farm. Oh. <laughs> wow. Don't worry, Mama. Things won't get weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, more cards are coming soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we broke tank twice in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that heavy side was tank getting broken twice. Yep. <laughs> you can see him turning colors. It's fantastic. <laughs> that was the same the brokenness. This is a sound different that, color than his neck. That was the same brokenness sound when I saw haunts earlier. He's <laughs> <laughs> <was> dying. <laughs> Goots. <laughs> Hudson Goose. <laughs> we'll have to have you share it's those so on social media. Yeah. Like onto our social media pages. Goose. All right. So before we before we call it a night, uh, King Goon, why don't you go yes, ahead and give out the social media for you guys? Because because he's broken. Oh, yeah. Mark's gone completely off the fucking rails. Hans. Go ahead. Say Hans and Goots. Goots. We'll, we'll, 
we'll, we'll share that everywhere. And where you can find go it will be... Oh, will you stop? Fuck's sake. I'm just going to mute him so yeah, you can go ahead and talk. He's Bjork Loven. <laughs> so you can find us on Facebook at My Brother is an Idiot on Twitch and Twitter at The Idiot Goons. Mark's Twitter is Poffle Time. My Twitter is Poffleupagus. I also have King Goon Smoke on TikTok. Uh, my TikTok following has now surpassed my Facebook following. So that's exciting. Uh, doing a lot of just barbecue nice. stuff on that. So it's the uh, the prosciutto wrapped brie got a lot of, oh. I actually got people called me about that. Um, that <laughs> the past so couple good. of days, it was delicious. So can't wait to see what I got to start working on what I'm going to come up with this weekend. So we'll see what that all looks like. But yeah, hit us up. Look for us. We're out there. Uh, Mark will probably have a, a packs ripping stream here at some point in the next sometime i would think sir yeah i have uh one more uh fusion strike etb i gotta get through and then the alt art um v max uh evolution packs came out so um i got a jolteon flareon and uh what's the water one Vaporeon. Vaporeon. Yeah. And those the packaging is badass. I may not open these, but um they're they're really cool because it's uh they've got the V Max and then the alt art in the same box plus, you know, eight or nine packs of cards in each box. So really yeah, nice. So stuff. In, in addition to our weekly recorded and edited episodes or weekly-ish, uh, we also do once or twice a week Mark Rips packs and then we make fun of them and talk a little bit of sports at the same time. So those are fun. Check us out. We'll need to have Tank guest on one of those some of these days. Absolutely. Yeah. You can talk the sports and then, you know, advise Goldagoon on selling his cards. Oh, his, uh, uh, that's one of the many things that, that uh, Knox Nostalgic Collectibles mm -hmm. actually does. I'm going to have to find some of those. That's pretty cool looking. Yeah, they're really neat. Just really you know, don't let your oldest see that because then she'll rip through the packaging and. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna find it so that she can. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Noble, apparently. Is going to be on all of the socials under Nerds That Know. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. So find us in all of those places. Follow us. Share. Uh, we post a bunch of random memes, articles, and other information on all of our social pages throughout the week. And we try to do this every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, as long as internet works well and uh, migraines don't debilitate. Uh, find Tank with Knox Nostalgic Collectibles also on the, the Facebook and other places. Um, Tank knocks on basically every social media platform. Yeah. So he can hook you up with all of the comic books, video games, collectible toys, cards, all that jazz. Uh, and you can also fix your video games and or consoles. Sometimes. Unless you melt a candle into it and then I just tell you too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I that's have a, a feeling that that's okay. happened. <laughs> Sounds like a recent story. Sounds like that happened. 
yeah, and reach out, reach out to us if there's something else you want us to talk about. You know, we're always willing to listen. If you have an, if you have something we haven't talked about that came out recently or even a while ago, let us know, and uh, we'll see if we can figure something out. Tank and I are also big readers, so if there's a book out there that you suggest, let us know, and we'll, we'll jump on that too. Mm-hmm. And on that note, uh, everyone have a great rest of your week. For those of you who are dealing with the cold that we have uh, here in Colorado right now, stay warm. You know, this is the time where Smurf always says, uh, you always be kind, but I'm going to say walk softly and carry a big stick. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Always appreciate you having us. Uh, (laughs) Watch (laughs) both.